Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 598 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on this week's show, we're feeling very, very festive, I can tell you that much. I'll start off with the Christmas songs. We'll be hearing from Susie Quattro, who'll be sharing her brilliant Christmas track. A fantastic tune as well from Lamal. We'll be talking to Rob Lane about his Christmas work and Josh Griffiths. They have all released some brilliant, brilliant Christmas music. Some brand new stuff for 2020. Matthew Richards, he's got an album out of Christmas classics played on the piano. We'll also be finding out about that. We'll be on to the world of poetry when Ian Henry joins us to let us know about his book, which is available now as a Christmas gift if you wish to pick it up. Fed price, great stocking filler. Also, Dan Harper from Mystical Productions will be along to let us know about their Santa's Grotto, which you can visit in Codsell coming up on the 12th of December. That's on the way. And we'll be hearing about Mouse Bench, a brand new store with some fantastic comic book and collectibles all available at the Manda Centre. So that's going to help with your Christmas shopping too. That's all coming up on this week's show. Susie Quattro has a brand new Christmas single out there. I Need You Home for Christmas, My Heart and Soul is the track. And she joins me now to tell me more. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good and it's good to see you. And uh, we're preparing for one of the strangest Christmases in ever any of our lifetimes. But uh, you've come along with what is, I think, going to be a brand new Christmas classic. Well, it is a Christmas classic, and it was born out of these times. Um, I was, long story short, the record company took up the second option for the next album with my son. The last one was No Control, and that was around January-ish. My son was on the road with the band he works with. I was on the road all year. I had 95 shows booked. <laughs> lockdown, lockdown came. Boom. So we're grounded. So this this was March. I said to my son, okay, let's use this. We wouldn't have had this time. We have this time. Let's write the next album. That's what we're going to do. You go to the studio. I'll be on the patio. And when we get ideas, we go on and put it down. So I was on the patio with my guitar and working on it. He left the studio door open. And mind you, I was separated with my from my husband for three months during lockdown. Mm-hmm. He lives in Hamburg. I live here. Not easy. Um, so I'm listening to this track coming out and it was, I never quite heard a track like it. And it actually went straight to my heart. And I purposely, as a writer, I, I didn't let my brain come into play. I just locked it, didn't think, left it all here. Whatever I was feeling was hit me, hit me in the chest. And I went out, put my mask on, went out and I said, quick, 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 give me headphones, turn the mic on and let me sing what's in my head. It's in my heart. And the first four lines of the song came out without putting any thought to it at all. Just saying it's it's so weird. It's like somebody handed me a lyric sheet. So this is beautiful creativity when it happens and it doesn't happen all the time. And my son said after the four lines, I stopped because that's all I had in my heart. Just those first four lines. And he said, Mom, this is about Reiner, my husband. I said, I know. And then all of a sudden the song was born. And what a beautiful sentiment for this Christmas. Nobody knows who we're going to see, how we're going to see them. And everybody's missing somebody. Mm-hmm. Again, I've been separated from him since October. So the, I hope this doesn't turn out to be uh, a prophecy for my Christmas this year. <laughs> Fingers crossed you get to be with who you want to be with this Christmas. And I, I think that goes for everybody. But even so, this looks beyond the now. And uh, as I say, I think this is a song that you, which is going to live on in people's Christmases and their hearts for many a year to come. And I mean, in Christmas music, it's, it's not something you would necessarily think, Susie Quattro Christmas song. But this is just such a, it's a moving piece. And, and you're known for you know, stirring people's emotions. Yeah, um, like I said, I didn't mean to write it. Um, but I do, I do sing a good ballad. A lot of people don't know it. This kind of brought me back, the track I was hearing, it brought me back to my Detroit roots, which a lot of people have commented on. Mm-hmm. Got more than a touch of Motown, and you know, I was born and raised in Detroit. Yeah. Um, the bass line is definitely inspired by Jamerson, you know? And I don't think I've ever quite sung like this before. I, mm-hmm. I always could, 
but I never used it, but it suited this particular track. Mm -hmm. And it just grew and it's just magic. We knew we had a, somebody who mastered it at Abbey Road, the guy master of the single, lovely. He wrote me a little message and he said, uh, congratulations, Susie, you've done the impossible. You've written a cool Christmas song. Absolutely. I completely agree with him. Uh, absolutely fantastic stuff. I mean, Christmas isn't somewhere you've visited before musically, is it? Well, I've done the odd thing here yeah. and there, but uh, and I am, I, am, I am a Christmas fanatic. I have over 200 Christmas CDs that I put on every year <laughs> in rotations of seven. So, um, and I am big on Christmas carols and all that. Yeah. Uh, I did a couple a few years ago. I wrote a song called Let the Children Sing in the 90s. And I did a cover of Frosty the Snowman for, for another thing that was happening mm -hmm. for a charity. But this was the first time I'd released a Christmas single. It seemed appropriate. And if you watch the video, it will bring a tear to your eye. Mm -hmm. Everybody is commenting on the video. <laughs> it's me at the piano mm -hmm. in, in this house. And that piano, since I moved in in 1980, the piano has remained there. Yeah, And it's now 2020. It's never moved. It's a big white piano. And it's a combination of me doing the song and old footage of the kids growing up. <laughs> and it's just so poignant. You know, everybody will, everybody gets a memory from it. Absolutely. Sounds fantastic. Now, but what, what does Christmas mean to you? As you say, you've got 200 Christmas CDs. You're listening to those for pretty much, I'm getting guess the whole of December. It must start quite early. But I mean, what, what Christmas moments stand out for you, you know, for, from both the career and, of course, from family life too? I, I'm from a five-children family, so and all musical. So Christmas is when I was growing up was very, very traditional. I'm a Catholic, you know, so we went to midnight mass. Mm -hmm. The next day we opened the gifts and then we would sing Christmas carols forever. <laughs> all in harmonies, you know, yeah, all in harmonies. And then, you know, then go visit the grandparents and blah, blah, blah. So we always had a traditional Christmas. And I have carried that on through my life. Always traditional, you know. Um, it's an important time of the year. It's got so commercialized, but it is an important time of the year. And from anybody from the US, obviously Thanksgiving is the start of the holiday season, and then this runs pretty much straight through. So, so is that the, the kickoff for you? Is that when you start to feel festive, once you've got the turkey from Thanksgiving uh, already consumed? Yeah. yeah, Thanksgiving is the kickoff. And in fact, in America, when I was growing up in Detroit, Thanksgiving, you had the Macy's Day Parade, which they, they didn't have this year. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time you saw Santa Claus. It was always exciting. <laughs> I didn't know he didn't exist until I got in my 30s, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he still exists in your heart, which is what counts. Yeah, it is. So the single is is out there, and this is a way of sharing, really, the, the, the Quattro family Christmas uh, with the, the world. And you know, as you come to share it this year, you'll be looking back on a, what's been a difficult time. Obviously, 95 gigs that couldn't happen. 2021, at least the latter part, fingers crossed, is going to see you back on the road, I trust? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a very big, big gig coming up. April 20th, 2022, I'm playing the Royal Albert Hall, which I'm just so excited about. I've never played there. I've played everywhere. I just never played there. And um, I think this ticket, they, they went on sale last week, mm -hmm. and the, they're selling amazingly. Come, and my it, husband, it's oh, you. Come on, it's you. You're forgetting that. Yeah, but you know, it's it's funny times. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. People to be on and rushing out to get that's fantastic. So I'm looking forward to that. Most of my gigs have been postponed to 21. Mm -hmm. There were a few cancellations, but most postponed. Yeah. So I mean, I'm looking at my list here, and from February onwards, like May, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen in May. So it starts like February, April, May. And it goes like that. So fingers crossed for everybody, not just me, everybody in the industry, you know, mm -hmm. the roadies, the, the lighting, you know, the tour managers, everybody, we all need to get back to work. I don't need it for the money, but the other people involved in the industry do. Yep. So, you know, and it's, it's, you know, for me, it's just, I miss it. Mm -hmm. you yeah. know? I want to do it, but for everybody else, it's, it's how they earn their living. So, Fingers crossed we get back to that. We got the vaccine. Let's hope it. I actually did have COVID, by the way. Mm -hmm. I got it on uh, November the 8th. Mm -hmm. my, my daughter came down on the 6th. I came down on the 8th. 
her 12 year old son showed symptoms on the 9th. And so it went, you know, we, we think it came from, uh, from the 12 year old boy from school. Yeah. We're pretty sure <laughs> that he had it, spread it to Laura, who's his foster mother. Yeah. Shit, because he didn't show symptoms yet mm-hmm. so she had it of course we saw each other we're you know the bubble yeah and yeah. uh she must have given it to me and then he didn't show symptoms till later but i'm clear i tested five days ago negative but you don't want it it's not very nice no this may be whereas, social whereas, whereas before like in march nobody knew anybody that had it and now i know so many people Mm-hmm. It's it's not odd anymore for somebody to say, oh, I've had it, or I know so and so. So it it has done the rounds now, but you do got to be careful. I Absolutely. mean, I can tell you that for nothing. I was careful, and I got it. You know, end of story. Mm-hmm. So let's take COVID continues to, to be seriously. Hopefully, this will still allow us to see those gigs. And you say you've been working on the the next album. So how far away from release there? That comes out in March. We wrote and recorded the entire album during lockdown. Mm-hmm. The album will be called The Devil and Me. Um, it's very influenced. It's not a gloomy album. There's a lot of great rock and roll on it. But it was obviously influenced by the atmosphere. Not every track, but a lot of the tracks. I mean, one of the tracks is called Get Out of Jail. So that says everything. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, aside. That's not until March. Now we have the wonderful I Need You Home for Christmas Uh, my heart and soul. Susie, this is an absolute treat. Thank you for sharing this with the world and uh, putting your love into it. Okay, thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Wolverhampton's premier piano tuner is showing exactly what he can do when it comes to performing a few festive tunes with a brand new album. To tell us more, I'm joined now by Matthew Richards. Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. All right. I'm good. I hope we find you well. Yeah, all, all doing well, thank you, yes. Good stuff. Now, as I say, you, you, you're often found tuning pianos across Wolverhampton and beyond, and this is quite useful for the fact that you play exceptionally well, and uh, this means that uh, you've got to share your talent somehow, and a new album of piano performed Christmas classics. Uh, sounds like just as good a way to do it as any. <laughs> well, I, I think it, it came around because um, a few uh, family and friends were asking about uh, a decent Christmas album. And I thought, well, why not put one together of um, my own versions of some of the Christmas classics? So what have you gone for on next? I know Mistletoe and Wine is featured, which we'll be hearing shortly, but uh, quite a, a wide range. It covers a wide range uh, from traditional to uh, some of the uh, the classics, you know, from like the 1980s. And, uh, and of course, going right back, of course, to traditional Silent Night and, you know, all the old favourites. Yeah, covering a broad variety. <laughs> so this is available on CD as well as on digital download? Yes, it will be. Yeah. I mean, more details will be on my actual Piano Tuner page. Um, so you can find it on matthewjamesrichards.co.uk and also on the Facebook page as well. So when it came to choosing them, what, what's the standout? You must have a favourite Christmas song. Oh, it's, it's very difficult to choose. I mean, my favourite one is uh, the traditional Oh Holy Night. Mm -hmm. I really like that, and that's uh, featured on the uh, on the album. And, of course, the whole collection finishes off with the classic Bing Crosby, White Christmas. And, and all of this is instrumental as well, so uh, this is something to pop on whilst the Christmas lunch is happening and just relax and listen to it in the background. Yeah, ex exactly, yeah. So it's, uh, it's just nice instrumental favourites just to listen to. And um, all the proceeds, by the way, they will go to uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind. So uh, when you purchase a copy, it will go to Guide Dogs for the Blind. So this will be a great charity fundraiser too, and uh, but spreading some festive cheer. And tell us a bit about the piano that you play on. Well, it's, uh, it's my own piano. It's uh, a Yamaha. I'm very privileged to have it. And uh, that's where I do all the uh, arranging and recording on. And uh, that's in my dining room, actually. So it takes up all the... Um, all the space in there. <laughs> but, you know, basically your own recording studio. It's, my, it's my own recording studio, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. A, a chance to have a, a, a great time to, to, to play. And I suppose when you do go off and do piano tuning, this is the, the moment when you've got it tuned at the end. You've got to make sure it's okay, haven't you? And you, you demonstrate oh, yeah. to your, uh, your customers exactly how good it can be. Exactly right. I mean, once I tune, I, I do a bit of a, a demonstration and uh, just plug my album now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Any piano tuning during the December months uh, will come with uh, some festive music included as a, a bit of a test on the device. So with you know, all, all this, all the Christmas songs and the like, it's going to be making Christmas special. We yes. say, we've talked about your favourites, but uh, what on there was surprised you worked as a piano song? Because you say you got some of the stuff from the 80s. It was a time of synthesizers. It wasn't necessarily tinkling the ivories. Do you know, it's um, it's interesting because uh, a lot of the tunes, you know, like you say, which were all synthesizers and things, when you break it down onto the piano, it becomes into a different dimension. And uh, I've tried to make that come across, that there's some beautiful melodies in some of these tunes. And uh, even some of like the, the ones that have come out recently as well, when you actually transfer them to the piano, um, there's like a whole different dimension to the, uh, to the tunes. And so. you've got, what, uh, 10 notes you can play at the same time, and that's if the thumbs do as much work as, <laughs> the, as, as, as they possibly can. That's your absolute maximum. So uh, it, it, it does give a nice polyphonic sound. And, and a piano does just sound beautiful, doesn't it? It's yeah, completely different sound to the uh, the electronic, isn't it? And I think as well um, today, it's a bit of a breath of fresh air, isn't it, to hear the real piano? Mm -hmm. Well, it's going to be an absolute treat. Give us the details again of where we can go to find the album. How much it costs? Yeah, certainly. So uh, the album it will be five pounds, and uh, like I say, the proceeds go to Guide Dogs for the Blind. And uh, you can find it on www.matthewjamesrichards.co.uk. And also, if you search for Piano Tuner Wolverhampton. On Facebook, you'll find all the details on there as well. So you can grab the details that way and uh, enjoy some festive songs performed by this man himself uh, on a, a wonderful sounding piano. We know he's perfectly tuned because you've done it yourself. 
That's right. It's the advantage. You, you haven't got to get a piano tuner in. Sounds like I haven't got to get a piano tuner. Nice and easy. Well, we're going to listen to your arrangement on mistletoe and wine now. But for now, Matthew Richards, thank you for joining us. Have a fantastic Christmas. It's a pleasure. And you as well, Jason. Thank you very much indeed. With the ever-evolving situation with COVID and the Tier 3 restrictions we find ourselves in now, changes have been made to some of the festive events which are going ahead. Unfortunately, Mystical Productions Christmas with Santa and a full-on picnic can't happen, but that isn't going to stop them having a fantastic time and the man in red turning up in Codsall too. To tell us more about the new arrangements, I'm joined now by Dan Harper. Hello, sir. Hello. Well, happy Christmas to you to start off with. And uh, I know that uh, Christmas is always stressful for everybody, but you've had a massive change around in the events that you're running. But still, you're going to make sure that the festivities happen for everybody in Codsall. Yeah, we have indeed. We've got, we've got nine days to, um, we've had nine days to organise a completely different event, not only to the village, but to ourselves as a company as well. Father Christmas, though, is one of your mates. I know he turns up a lot of events that you do this time of year. He probably sneaks along at anything in the summer as well, but just keeps it incognito. But uh, what have you actually got happening this time around? So this year we have a Santa's Grotto and only a Grotto uh, due to the government guidelines. So it's nothing different than our normal Grotto walkthrough. You still have your chance to write your letter to Santa. You can still have your photo against a Christmassy backdrop. And then you get to see the man himself in his larger house this year mm -hmm. uh, to uh, social distancing. Well, obviously, yeah, the, uh, uh, transported directly from the North Pole and uh, with the extension uh, that, uh, that Mrs Christmas has been asking for for a while, which is quite nice. So you've got extra space to uh, enjoy their time uh, mm -hmm. when they're relaxing for the rest of the year. Oh, no, hang on, organising elves to build presents. But uh, obviously this is going to be done within guidelines and it, it still gives everyone the chance to have that magic of Christmas. And I take it the kids are going to get a gift. Yes, so every child gets a gift and we are charging £5 per child. Um, you will, the queuing system, because obviously we have to have a queue that's two metres apart for social mm -hmm. distance, is all inside of the village hall itself. Now, 
obviously when you go shopping the queues can be really boring and it, especially for children it can be a long a long process so us as a company have come up with different tactics to keep children entertained so for example Olaf will be there singing and dancing on the stage we also have a hundred inch projector screen um, showing little clips of stuff to keep the children entertained along with Christmas music inflatables in the hall so people can look at and enjoy we have a fully functional lighting show in the hall whilst you are queuing so it's not just going to be a stand here and queue there'll be things to look at there'll be things to ad admire and watch as well as waiting to go and see Santa mm. and are you doing this via time bookings or will it be you start to turn up at an appropriate <laughs> slot <laughs> You can start to turn up. Due to the time scale we've had, we are unable to do bookings because of obviously only having nine days. Mm -hmm. So the event is running our normal fair time from 11 till 4. So it's a turn up and it's a join the queue. If people are a little bit dubious about how long is the queue, you can always give our event phone a call, which is 07473 763. Four six five, and that number will be giving you can give you live updates of how long the queue is if it's too long if it's short. We'll also be trying to get it out on Facebook as well, doing a few lives on the day just to let people know the queue's not that long. It's moving pretty quick. Come on down and see us. We've also got a raffle um, on the day. We've got some very generous gifts from companies locally. Obviously, it's not as large as our normal one because companies have been affected, mm. but we have got a raffle. Uh, we've got some little items for sale and. During the grotto, there is an activity for the children to win themselves a little candy cane from an elf. So lots of great fun. And they say that, that's, that's what it's about. This is about having some fun, doing it in a safe, sensible, socially distanced, hand sanitised kind of a way. That was the longest sentence I was expecting there. And uh, you can still enjoy the magic of Christmas and the magic that Mystical Productions bring to Codsall Village Hall each year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always absolutely brilliant. And uh, we know that uh, you're going to enjoy it as well as the kids as well, which is what counts. Yeah, we really are. Yeah, because unless you can dress up as an elf at some point during Christmas, it's just not the same well, for you, is it? I will if you will. That, that's the deal. I haven't got the legs for it, but there we go. So uh, where do we go for full information and to uh, be able to track you on the day? So for more information, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash mystical productions and you'll see all of our updates on there. Um, obviously, I've given you the, the mobile number and I'll say that again. That is 07473 763465. Alternatively, pop up along to Codswell Village Hall on the day, which is the 12th of December, Saturday the 12th of December, Codswell Village Hall, 11am till 4pm. Come and see Santa, have a good day. Although, fortunately, it's not going to be normal, but you'll still get to see Santa. You'll still get to enjoy the entire event as a whole. It's going to be absolutely fantastic fun. So, Saturday the 12th, 11am is when it all starts, and it runs through your normal times. It's the sort of thing where you, might, you want to turn up maybe on the hour. If, you, if you're thinking, oh, 11 o'clock might be quite busy, well, come at 12 and then and, and stagger it that way, and then the, you know, the queue's going to work. But don't everybody not turn up at 11. Get some people down there at 11 o'clock, so we've got a good flow on the way through to see Santa at £5 per kid. And then, of course, getting their present and everybody having a, a brilliant time. And to be fair, there's not much else to do. You don't really want to be traipsing around the shops uh, so, so easily. So sneak that in during the week when it's a bit quieter if you can. And uh, then uh, get to uh, see what's going on with uh, Santa on Saturday the 12th. And uh, whatever happens, you know, you, you can do that. Then you can go and shop locally in Codswell anyway and then spend all your cash in the, in, in the village, which would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Supporting our local village is obviously really important this year, especially as Codswell Village Hall has been closed really since March and obviously it is a central hub to the community. Mm -hmm. Being closed for so long, it is, it is affecting the building. So, you know, the more we can raise, the more chance we've got of saving it. Dan Harper of Mystical Productions, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Chase. One Wish for Christmas is a fantastic festive offering from none other than the Marl who joins me now. Hello, sir. Hi, Jason. How are we doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, all things considered. <laughs> yeah, under the circumstances, we're coping, which is the important bit. And at Christmas, a time for some fantastic songs. And I, obviously, I've, I've known your work for a number of years now, and you've turned into a festive crooner. Do you think? <laughs> I think so. It's working wonderfully for me. Fantastic song. And uh, I'm loving the fact you've got sentiment and you know, sleigh bells and the like too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we actually resisted the sleigh bells, but it just <laughs> you know. felt... It felt good to just put put them very subtly in the middle section. So where did the track come from? Because Christmas is obviously an important time for everybody. And is it your favourite time of year? Um, I, I, it's, you know, there are lots of favourite times of year. I mean, I love the summer. I love autumn. 
But um, I think Christmas is important in the Northern Hemisphere because it helps us get through the winter, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, absolutely. And with the, uh, the, the, the journey your music's gone on over the years, did you ever think you'd be sitting down in 2020 with uh, what is a fantastic Christmas track? Did you know, Jason, that the song actually started its life eight years ago? Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Yeah, so eight years ago, I, I wrote a song called London for Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was this song, but with, with that title. And it was different production. Yeah. And then, um, and that's because on my bucket list as a songwriter, I always wanted to write a song about London. Uh, because I thought there's about 20 about New York. I can only think about three about London. And I, I love London. I've lived there most of my adult life. Mm -hmm. I, I live in Hertfordshire now, which is still not too far from London. I've got a lot of important memories about London. And um, it's a great city, you know. And, and it also, uh, so I, I met, I met uh, the singer uh, and pianist from the Savoy Hotel, John Nicholl. Mm -hmm a great musician, and he, he happened to live around the corner from me in North London at the time, eight years ago. And so we got together in June, uh, that June, and, and said, what, what shall we work on, you know? <laughs> and I, I told him about my idea for a Christmas song uh, or a song about London, and what, what we did was combined the two. So using London as the backdrop uh, for our Christmas song gave us a new angle, really, into Christmas, which is quite tricky, mm -hmm. you know, because everyone sang about Santa and snowmen and sleigh bells, etc. Uh, and then during the pandemic, um, we decided to revisit it because we're all sat around twiddling our thumbs mm -hmm. <laughs> with no, no gigs. Um, and... Um, yeah, and, and then the title change came in the process of revisiting the production. And it really felt like the final piece of the jigsaw. It just felt right. Well, well last year, I, I went down to uh, the capital to enjoy Covent Garden in the run-up to Christmas. That was absolutely fantastic in itself. And it was amazing to see the tree there. Obviously, Trafalgar Square and you, you, Regent Street too, which has obviously you know, made a, a bit of an impression on you. Yeah, um, I was there yesterday. Uh, I, I put some videos yesterday on social media. It was like um, the first Saturday since lockdown and everybody in the UK went down to London. It was crazy, but it was fun because people were, a lot of people were in masks and socially distancing. Great atmosphere, you know, just out and enjoying the lights, uh, a bit of shopping. Uh, so it's brilliant. Yeah, Regent Street. Oh, yesterday, Regent Street, and I, it may be the same today, I'm not sure, uh, was closed off for traffic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, everybody was walking in the road. Uh, it was great. So it allowed them to social distance and spend some time uh, taking in the lights and, and, and the look of it. And, and is this sort of what Christmas means to you then? You've got a love of London, but what, what, what does Christmas say in the Lamar household? Well, you know, as a kid growing up with my two brothers and sister in Wigan, um, raising a council house, uh, very little money, you know, Christmas was massive for us. Um, unwrapping the presents, putting up the tree, all the old-fashioned stuff, really, the extra food, you know, because food, even food growing up, you know, it was had to be carefully budgeted. Mm. Uh, so it, it, it's just... Um, it's always been important to me. And I, 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 I have certain things I like to do at Christmas. Uh, like yesterday, I visited Fortnum and Mason's um, and pay silly money for their mince pies and, uh, and their tea bags. But it does feel, they're great gifts because, you know, Fortnum and Mason's is a very special store. Yeah, and it, it is that sort of thing that you, you pick on something, it, it then falls into place for what becomes your traditional Christmas. And that can be different for everybody, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, there are, uh, you know, common themes. And the, the biggest one is getting together with a family, um, seeing the uh, in-laws <laughs> <laughs> uh, or avoiding them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's lovely. It's a great, it's a great time. It really is. And with the, the song that's, that's out there, uh, I, say, I think this is going to live on as part of a, a traditional Christmas for, for many people now. It's eight years in the making, but uh, a, sort of a, a Christmas message that's uh, got some heartfelt thought behind it as well. And you say it, it picks on those bits that mean a lot to you at Christmas. 
Yeah, I was thinking about that this morning, actually. And, uh, you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I thought, mm, I don't know anyone that does that. Mm -hmm. uh, dressed up like Eskimos. No, I don't know anyone that does that. Um, and in the lyrics of One Wish for Christmas, uh, my song, you can you can do most of the thing. I think you can do all the things. Boat trip on the Thames, chopping at Selfridges. Cocktail in Mayfair, you might need a dress code for that. But it's still do it's still doable. <laughs> and and that's again part part of the, the the magic. So could there be fans of the uh, the likes of Kashigugu and uh, yeah, the work that you've done uh, as well, which are, are going to be going out there, literally ticking these things off on the list when they've completed the Christmas song? I wonder. I wonder. You know. Will I get a call from the London tourist office or something <laughs> saying, uh, dear Lamal, thank you very much, but the visiting numbers has <laughs> gone, yeah. increased massively. Cocktails in Mayfair could be a different thing when they're all, all wearing Lamal and Kajagugu t-shirts when they try and get in. You know, you know why I picked Mayfair? I mean, rhyming with square, so first line, <laughs> uh, um, Christmas tree will be beautiful in Trafalgar Square. And I, I couldn't come up with something that rhymes. So, and the reason I picked Mayfair was I know around the world that it's everybody knows it's the exclusive area on the Monopoly board. Yes. It, I th in fact, I think it is the most expensive property on there, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Even more so than Park Lane. Oh, uh, well, they go together, don't they? There's the two sort the, it's a pair and they're purple. I can't remember. But anyway, they're the most expensive on the board. And I thought, well, internationally, People will know Mayfair. They've probably heard of it, and and then of course there's we name check uh, Selfridges, the store, which is a great shop to visit. Always, <laughs> even if you're not buying anything, it's just great to go in and you know it is in a way like a mini shopping mall. Mm -hmm. Well, it's uh, about getting those thoughts of Christmas uh, together, particularly this year. And it, yeah, the opportunity you had to work on it because of 2020 is something that we're all appreciative of. Uh, Lamar, we're going to take a listen to the song now. Thank you for joining us. Have a fantastic Christmas 2020. Thank you, Jason. Same to you. Been a pleasure. Christmas time 
Ian Henry is a well-established poet within both our region and across the UK. He's got a brand new collection out and he joins me now to tell me more about it. Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. Thank you for having me on the show. Always a pleasure. Always good to talk to you. Great to have you along. And uh, uh, the fact that there's more poetry out there in this world can only be a good thing, can't it? Absolutely, yes. And thank you for supporting our community. Now, tell us more about the work that you've got out there at the moment. This is my fifth collection, Jason published by local publishers, Kate Sill Press, and it brings together work that I've been doing during lockdown. So there's poems here about social distancing and COVID, rainbows for the NHS, the Arena Theatre, which was uh, written on commission by the Wolverhampton Literature Festival. Um, and and it's, it's the ultimate feel-good factor. It's not doom and gloom, it's hope. We've been living through a global pandemic and I believe that in storms, we look for rainbows and in the darkest of night, we look for stars. These are poems of hope and the collection is poems of hope. Absolutely. And I mean, even throughout COVID, yes, we know there are terrible things that have happened, losses that should never have happened. But there's been so many people working together, the, the likes of the, the work that's come together on the vaccine. Now, I know we've paid for all this, but without that skill and the, uh, the, the work to do it, we wouldn't be anywhere. We wouldn't be looking towards a future which does seem to be brighter. Absolutely. I believe in the inherent goodness of humanity. There are lots of really good people out there running soup kitchens and donating PPE and being good neighbours. As a society and as a community here, we shouldn't be divided by the selfish few who stockpile toilet rolls and tins of baked beans. We need to look for the goodness. And as a community here, we are a community. Absolutely. And that's reflected in the words that you're sharing. And Kate Hill Press does such a great job of bringing these things to, to print and also uh, make them available through digital format. It's, a, it's an a, a amazing service as well, isn't it? So you must be really proud of this piece. Yeah, I didn't want to self-publish. I didn't want to go with a London publisher. I wanted to keep it local. I wanted to keep it real, real publisher, real issues, real community here in Wolverhampton. Where do we get more info on the book itself? I mean, normally you'd be doing signings, I would hope, but at the moment that's going to all be done remotely, I'm going to guess. Yeah, I mean, normally I'd go to somewhere like the Lichgate or the library or the art gallery here in Wolverhampton. Of course, we can't do that. Uh, with uh, COVID and social distancing. So if people want to get a copy of the book, if they just go online, Kate's Hill Press, it's a local publisher, and they can get it there. It's, uh, it's only £6. So excellent value for money. And a great gift for Christmas. And uh, there's going to be many people you haven't seen, and you're probably not going to be doing any of the going out things. So some of that funding, divert some of it off the charity, that'd be a great thing to do. But the rest of it, spend on putting a smile on people's faces, buy the book and maybe send it out in, in addition to or in place of a Christmas card this year. Absolutely. That's right, Jason. Yes, absolutely. And you can uh, yeah, spread a little bit of joy and happiness. Have you got a poem you can read for us now? Yeah, it's a poem that was commissioned by the Wolverhampton Literature Festival to write about the Arena Theatre in Wolverhampton. It was done with the Over Here project, which recorded it as an app in collaboration with the team at the arena. And the app is pinned to the arena, so it's there for all time. Uh, here's a poem. It's called In the Arena, the Arena Theatre, Wolverhampton. And I'll read it for you now, Jason. The arena hosts first-class shows, performing arts, seats row and row, champion of community, a venue where theatre grows. Good people in the studio, acoustic nights, great audio, a stage and opportunity, the arena. Stories framed with laughter and woe, caught for a moment in life's flow. Tales of love and disunity, fables told with immunity, then recast and on us bestowed the arena. Thank you. And a place that's at the, uh, the heart of Wolverhampton and uh, you know, with one of the fantastic arts venues we have. Uh, a great team down there, as you say, uh, they're a fantastic bunch and I've loved seeing many shows and I think that's going to be one thing that we're looking forward to going back to. I mean, the, the likes of being able to have uh, live events uh, where we can hear you reading poetry and the rest of the team uh, who I know you've collaborated with in the past. And, uh, yeah, that, that opportunity to get things back to our normal and not just the new normal, the real normal, the one that we've cherished for all these years. That's right. Absolutely right, Jason. And um, we talk about the new normal. What COVID has taught us is things that really matter, where health is wealth 
and what really matters is our loved ones. Absolutely. So, Katil Press, do we Google them or have you got a website? The website is all the W's, katilpress.com. And spell Kate's Hill for me. Kate's, as in the girl's name, Kate. So, Kate's Hill Press, and uh, you can find it through there. And you can enjoy this brilliant uh, work. And I know I've enjoyed your work in the past. That's a fantastic piece, uh, paying tribute to the arena. Ian Henry, thank you for joining us. And thank you for having me, Jason. Take care and stay safe. When most people settle down to write a Christmas song, they are purely thinking of the royalties and their retirement. Somebody who is thinking of the now and the oddity that is Christmas 2020 is Robert Lane, who joins me now. Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And I trust we find you well and uh, looking festive in your slightly Christmassy jumper. A slightly Christmassy jumper. As you know, as you, as you go on, you sort of get a bit of a collection, don't you, people? I think this was a mother-in-law jumper, actually. So it's uh, once you get reputation for... Slightly knitty jumpers, people buy them for you, which is nice. Yeah, woolen wear is a vitally important part of our lives at this time of the year. And it's like the, the, the hug you can't have just at the moment, so that, that's all good. And that's kind of the theme of, of where you're going with your Christmas 2020 song. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, 21st century Valdunican, I suppose. That's where we're... <laughs> without, without the rocking chair not, yeah mm. <laughs> so, so what 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 inspired this I, I, i'm gonna guess i we're giving the game away a bit by pointing out it's not been the best of years no i, I don't know if this will be a spoiler for people but it's <laughs> been a it's been a bit of an unusual year and it's that thing you mentioned about usually i think christmas songs the idea is they can keep coming back up again and again each year because there's all these things you know that all the images and the, the feelings of christmas we want to recapture every year so if you write a, a decent christmas song that grabs people's attention hopefully they can come back to it every year this one is very much about this year and i hope it isn't relevant <laughs> for any other year that the whole thing is christmas 2020 this year is absurd and it's kind of mentioning a few of the daft things that we're going to have to put up with but then i mean the thing that is is the same i guess every year is that the christmas is what you make it and however i feel like everything this year is just more complicated than it is usually everything's a challenge but we can still we can still have christmas even if we're doing it you know, virtually with a lot of the people that we would like to see. The feeling of it, and this is kind of the point of the song, really, the feeling of Christmas is the same. And if it means to you what it means to me, then we're going to get through it and hopefully things get better. And it's an upbeat song. It's absolutely lovely lyrics. And, you know, we, we, we're talking, you know, the, the, the absurdity. But actually, it's about you having a bit of a laugh with some music and, and really getting that festive feel across in spite of everything as you say it is christmas is something that we're going to maybe work a little bit harder on this year but in a good way that, that means that we're getting probably more to the true meaning of it rather than just the commercial aspect i think so and i think everyone that i've spoken to quite a few family members and stuff who are like i've put the tree up early this year normally it would annoy me to do that i went to the 14th but this year i've done it anyway because i want to cheer up a bit and it's like yeah let's let's make ourselves feel a bit better in a year that has been quite challenging so so why not? You know, it, that's what it's for. So let's do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I know you've been doing some great online stuff uh, over the year. I've, I've dropped in on a couple of events that you've, you've been at and uh, it's been jolly good fun. And obviously, I know in uh, your other world of work, there's a film which is eagerly awaiting return to the final bits of production. And uh, the, it, your creativity hasn't stopped. It's just had to divert itself a bit, hasn't it? I think that's true. Um, and I think perhaps, you know, that's an advantage to doing creative stuff because what we're doing all the time is trying to solve problems <laughs> and, and work out how to do things when, you know, we haven't got the right to do them really or the funding to do them or any of these things. It's like, how can I make this, how can I make this work in a way that's possible? And to be honest, this song is a little bit of that. You know, usually I'm in a, you know, I go to a studio and everything's as, as high tech and as posh as I can make it. But because this was all put together during the, the lockdown we had in November, that wasn't an option. So this was me at home really and I probably wouldn't normally put something out like that that was just me noodling about at home but I thought well actually for the sake of what this is and I, I think this is pretty good so it's actually perhaps it's going to lead me in another direction to be more confident to do things like that in the future as well which is you know with all these challenges and difficulties there's always a plus side isn't there if you can if you can look hard enough <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean even down to you know, doing gigs and, and things and, and some of the stuff that you've done for various charities and organizations again to keep them happy because you you have been Mr Happy throughout the whole of the uh, the, the, the summer and all the nest has been going along with it every time I've seen you and it, it's the worst bit is trying to find an appropriate bookcase in your home very often for any zoom calls that you're on 
That's right. I think the bookshelves are a bit old-fashioned now. They're very April 2020. Mm. I did all that. Uh, even the newsreaders have given up on that one, I think. Give us all the details of your song and where we can find it. Okay, the song is called Christmas 2020. This year is absurd. Mm -hmm. And there is a video of it on YouTube. Um, but what would be great is if people could buy it and download it. And as you mentioned, all the proceeds from the track are going to the Trussell Trust, which is a charity um, aiming to, to sort of eradicate... Um, hunger in the UK and I think at the moment a lot of their work is involved in food banks because we all obviously know the pressures that are on that part of the world at the moment um, and it's only available to, to download and to stream on Bandcamp which people may or may not know about it's a fantastic service outside of all this where generally if you buy a track the majority of the money goes to the artists a lot more than normal in this case I'm sending all the proceeds over to the Trussell Trust so the best way of finding all of this stuff is on my website which is robertlanemusic.co.uk simple as that robertlanemusic.co.uk you can find him on Facebook as well and all over the socials because you can he's got this world going on it's absolutely fantastic make sure you're part of that bit too meanwhile though Robert Lane thank you for joining us thank you Jason thanks very much and have a fantastic Christmas Christmas 2020, it's unlike any we have ever known Santa is our fellow and all the elves are working from home The angel on the tree, as lonesome as can be Christmas means to me I know we will get through Friday days we're gonna see Oh Christmas Yeah, 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 Christmas Christmas 2020 We're not sure we can see our friends We ask if it's okay Oh, we it just depends The stars up in the sky They know the reason why Oh, and no one Can tell them they're not gonna glow This year is absurd I know But if Christmas means to Christmas means to me I know we will get through Brighter days we're gonna see Oh, Christmas Yeah, 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 Christmas Oh, Christmas Yeah, 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 Christmas Oh, Christmas yeah, yeah, Christmas Oh, Christmas This December has seen the opening of Mouse Bench in Wolverhampton as an actual store. Liam Bagnall joins me now to tell me more about what it's like going from the virtual world and fairs into uh, the uh, you know, masonry and building stuff which shops have traditionally done. Liam, how are you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm very well, Jason. How are you, mate? I'm all right, thank you. And uh, uh, good luck with this venture, although with the quality of the products that you have, I think it, it, it is all about... The, the, the addiction that people have to some brilliant products that uh, you're going to be able to bring to them. Uh, yeah, certainly hope so. I mean, we we stock things that no one else does. So, um, yeah, it's, it's at the minute, it's just getting the word out, really. Um, we've had a few collectors that have come in um, are very happy with what they've seen. Um, we've we've done better than I expected to start with as, as we get the word out. We've mm -hmm. sort of doubled our forecast 
every day we've been open so far, which is excellent. And it gives you a base for your work selling both online and, of course, preparing yourself for the fairs that you would normally do. Obviously, that's been a bit different in 2020 to what we'd anticipated. But, I mean, I know you head out there and you're sharing with true collectors, absolute fans of the shows that you have items from. And they are looking out for something that is a bit different. And if there's a hard to find, you're the man who can. Yeah, that's, I mean, we're still doing the, uh, the Find a Toy service. We've, <clears throat> I think we've had four people so far have already come up and requested things that are difficult to find that we're, we're in the process of trying to get for them. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we've closed our online shop down because mm-hmm. uh, all our stock's in, in the store now, so we can't. I can't really be running and taking things off the shelves every five minutes, but but it's one of those things that uh, you know people actually like to see the goods before they buy as well. So now they've got the opportunity in the heart of Wolverhampton, they can do it. So whereabouts in the Manda Centre can you be found? Uh, we're on the second floor, directly opposite Boots, next to three. So just in that shop, and you're able to go in there have a nice browse and also have a chat as well and I think that's going to be a big part of it because he is talking about the availability and what may not be on display that you can get for people that's a big part of this absolutely yeah it's it's been kind of strange really because we we're treating every day like a, a normal comic convention so people come in the shop we immediately engage with them talk to them um, and I've already had some brilliant conversation with with collectors um, it, it's it is. It has been really good in that aspect, just sort of interacting with people again, because we've really missed that, my wife and I. Mm-hmm. And with the the range of stuff that you've got, this we we we're talking. Marvel is one place you can go, but there's so many others beyond that. So give give us a bit of a rundown of the sort of things you can see in store. Obviously, we do Marvel, DC. Uh, we've got an entire Doctor Who section. Uh, we've joined forces with a good friend of ours called Peter Cooper, who owns a company called Who's Collectibles. And he has uh, all manner of, of um, vintage sort of Doctor Who products. Uh, an entire part, portion of the shop is devoted to that. We've got the sideshow collectibles, um, which are sort of out of print now that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. We've got um, an entire horror section, movies, gremlins, ghostbusters, just every kind of retro thing you can think of, really, we've got. And obviously, we've, we still do the Finder Tour. We've got access to hundreds of wholesalers so we can find products that you, you know you can't find anywhere else we're also doing toy appraisals um for people as well if people have got those rare toys and they're not really sure what it's worth they can bring them in and i can appraise them and let them know uh, sort of what they should be insuring it for or, or things like that uh, artwork as well we've we've joined forces with um, a couple of local artists and we've got a lot of original artwork on all the walls uh, around because we've deliberately spaced all of our things out the COVID, so the shelves were a couple of meters apart and things like that. And in between, we've got all this original sort of um, artwork, science fiction, Marvel, DC, Doctor Who. So basically not only the opportunity to buy, but also see some great displays as you make your way around the store. So uh, worthwhile nipping in. What are your opening times? We open on a Saturday, we do nine till six. Uh, Monday to Wednesday, we are half nine till half five. We close on Thursdays and Sundays, and Friday we're also half nine to half five. So a chance to pop in, particularly in the run to Christmas, if you're looking for that special something that you just haven't been able to track down elsewhere, Mouse Bench is the place you're going to be able to find it. Definitely, yeah. We've we've got a little pocket money, um, sort of a stocking filler section in there as well, and a lot of people have been popping in. Um, quite a few people actually sort of use it like a museum, and they come in just to <laughs> see the product rather than buy anything, which again is fine. Um, but yeah, I've had a few people come in and, and just buy things that for their for their partners or their, their children that are looking to get into collecting. Well, there's some great stuff in there. I've, I've seen pictures so far. I haven't made it into store. Looking forward to doing so in the not-too-distant future. For now, from Mouse Bench, Liam Bagwell, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jase. It'd be great to see you, mate, if you come in. <laughs> Josh Griffiths has made his first foray into festive music and he joins me now to tell me more about his song. Josh, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. First of all, happy Christmas to you. We've got to get the uh, the niceties out of the way first oh, before yeah. you tell us about your track, so go for it. It's Literally, it's one of those. I've been planning it for ages, for about three years. I've wanted to do some sort of Christmas song and some sort of festivity song because I just love Christmas. I am missed Christmas all year round. Mm-hmm. But it was just this year, I sat down and thought, well, there's a lot of miserable stuff in the world at the minute, so let's pick this year to actually get it done. 
And yes, it's not going to be the best because I've had to film it in my bathroom and film it in the garage and <laughs> that sort of stuff. But you work with what you got. And I think it sounds pretty good. It's festive and happy and it's jolly. And, and, and that's really what we need at this time of the year. We need a bit of cheering up, uh, particularly after the way 2020s behave. So I'm sure that's what spurred you on to actually make a difference with this one. And uh, so you, you enjoy Christmas. It's, it's a time that uh, is for... And have you made a Christmas film in the past as well? Oh, I've made loads of Christmas... Well, I make loads of Christmas films because I always do one every Christmas Eve. I always make one and then we watch it as a family on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's, so that's cool. That's normally just for the family. Yeah, so a bit of a family tradition. So I knew we'd talked about you and, and that because obviously with JJR Films and Vlogs, you've got a load of work that you do uh, that, uh, that ties in with that. And 2020 uh, has been a busy year of release, but not so much opportunity to do as much filming as you would normally do due to the situation. But you've been working yes. on some big projects as well, though. Oh, yeah. Well, as I always say, if you haven't got time to actually film... You know, let's write, mm -hmm. let's create, let's connect, and that's what I've done. I've I've written about twelve feature films altogether over lockdown, and now I'm writing a book. I've written a song. I just can't stop. <laughs> you've got to keep being creative, yeah. and of course you've had lots going on with your other work as well, with the likes of PQA and RSM, the academies in the uh, the city, and uh, you know, that's kept you busy. And it's allowed you to do again more stuff online that you probably wouldn't have anticipated going into the year. But yeah. um, I think that's kind of helped everybody get everything together, and uh, you know, it, it spurred you on to things like this release and uh, the fact that it, it's, it's all going to happen in a, in a virtual world for 2020. Oh yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people are saying that 2020 has been an awful year, which yes, for many it has, and I think for what's going on it has. But for personal like me, and for those that are breaking into the film industry, I think it's been one of the best. Because it's given us time just to sit there and actually connect. It's given more time for those that are normally busy and can't view your work to actually sit there and go, well, I've got some time, so I might as well open this email off him mm -hmm. and watch this film off him. And I think it's done me the world of good because I've connected with so many bigger people that I wouldn't normally would have done if they were busy working and stuff. And there's been you know, the likes of Zoom meetings and things and events that have, you don't normally have access to. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I know that you're going to be taking part in the uh, the Rain Dance uh, film train at Saturday School. Yep. And uh, that is normally something that only takes place in London. Now it's online. Exactly. Normally I wouldn't be going because obviously where it is and with everything else going on. But now, there we are, I'm there. Mm -hmm. So, some good opportunities to, uh, to to explore and your Christmas song. So, tell us a, a bit about the, the premise for the track just before we take a listen to it. The Christmas song is literally, it's all of the things we imagine would happen at Christmas. It's all, it's all those cheesy things you see in the Christmas films that are unrealistic, but are all the perfect Christmas where it's always snowing, you're singing as you're walking along, you know, you're whistling, you've got children building snowmen. Now, obviously, we 100% know that every year we don't always have snow, we don't always have the perfect Christmas, but this song is almost that dream in the head that this is what everyone imagines Christmas to be, and then it's got that slight twist where actually you don't have to have all that to have the perfect Christmas, it's more about the family. Mm -hmm. You can have fun just having a small Christmas, and that's what the song's about which is why I thought it was important to release this time of year when people can't be going out and doing all the stuff they usually do. Yeah. That can still have that much fun. It's just going to be inside with the family. So what are we looking for? Where do we find the track? On Instagram and Facebook stories under It's Christmas by Joshua Griffiths. You can use it on, you know, you can find it on Spotify, Amazon Music. You can find it on Apple and iTunes. You can buy it on there. You can use it on TikTok as a dance. It's on... Um, to be fair, I can't remember everywhere. Cause it's, it's, it's all it's over the place. It is, it is literally everywhere. So Josh Griffiths, It's Christmas is what you're looking for. We'll take a listen to it now. But for now, Josh, thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic Christmas. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Happy Christmas. 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 Christmas time. When you're having fun, season just begun. Acting like a king, you can't help but sing No, it's almost you when you see the frost appear Snowing the glow of Christmas cheer Walking through the crowds of Christmas shoppers People buying party poppers Dance along as the tunes begin Dreaming dreams of the big red man Cause I'm happy it's December the 1st on the 24 my days I think I may buzz With excitement born inside of me I'm on my way to buy a Christmas tree It's Christmas Oh 
yeah, it's Christmas. Come on, it's Christmas. It's Christmas time. Walking down the street, snow crunching at my feet. Children playing on a tiny wooden sleigh. Some folks are building snowmen, building them for the children. Carried on along, whistling a song. Walking through the crowds of Christmas shoppers. People buying party poppers. Dance along as the tunes begin. Dreaming dreams of the big red man. Cause I'm happy December the 1st Only 24 more days I think I may bust With excitement brewing inside of me I'm on my way to buy a Christmas tree It's Christmas Oh yeah, it's Christmas Come on, it's Christmas It's Christmas time some people think of presents, some people think of snow Some people think Christmas lights and the mistletoe But for me I don't think of these, no of a Christmas tree Because I think of my family Cause I'm happy, it's December the 1st On the 24 more days I think I may bust With excitement born inside of me I'm on my way to buy a Christmas tree It's Christmas Christmas, everybody. Well, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 599 next week. Have a brilliant week, and I'll see you soon. Ta-ra for them. Goodbye from the milk bar. Goodbye from the milk bar. Goodbye from the milk bar. Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar, yeah.